Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, we welcome you to the Kings Post Game Show. Not tonight. Uh, the Kings lose to the Indiana Pacers 107 to 104. And uh, you saw the impact of not having De'Aaron Fox on the floor. You know, it's part of the deal, uh, you know, but you saw not having Fox and what a difference that made tonight. 107 to 104. Uh, Sabonis only 15 points, did have 16 rebounds. Barnes was the high score for Sacramento with 23. Uh, Keegan Murray only had three points, one of six. Davion Mitchell did nothing on offense. He had the worst plus minus of anyone on the floor with minus 19 in 22 minutes. Kevin Herter, again, can't put the ball in the ocean from downtown. One of seven, uh, 16 points. You know, Davis, Monk, and Metu in double figures off the bench. But, you know, too many turnovers, 19 turnovers. Meanwhile, uh, Buddy Heald had 21. Tyrese Halliburton only had 10, but he was plus 18 in his 34 minutes. So, you know, it's a loss uh, against a team that you should have won against, but you didn't have your point guard. And it showed tonight, if you have De'Aaron Fox, there's no way you don't win this game. But uh, it is what it is, you know? Incredible. I I don't know, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing the last two-minute report as well. I, I really am. You know? I didn't understand that last sequence either, C-Dog. You know, I really don't. It, it certainly looked like he was fouled, but I want to wait for that last two-minute report. But, you know, th- this game came down to a lot more than just that, correct? Right about the bad rebounding. You know, without Sabonis, who's rebounding on this team? You know? Seriously. Why didn't Kevin Herter take it to the room and make it a one-point game and then foul? Understand. Certainly understand that. Too many turnovers, 19 turnovers. Um, It's a bad loss. You know, now you have two losses on this road trip with three games left. And, you know, listen, I'm only speculating on De'Aaron Fox. He may not be with the team for the game against New Orleans. I said may. I don't know the answer to that, you know. No beam tonight. You're exactly right, Dorian. I'm with you. That would have made more sense. You know, I don't know what Herder was thinking at that point. It was a bad all-around game. Uh, I'm sorry. I do. I disagree with you about the officials. You got to stop blaming the officials every time you lose. You know? Come on. 
What's up? Well, the Kings postgame show is what's up and a loss, 107-104. Kings were outscored 28-27 in the first. They were outscored in the second, 32-21. They won the third quarter, 32-27, and the fourth quarter, 24-20. But that, that second quarter was awful. Where were they down, 19 at one point, right? You know, as far as uh, the coach goes, what, what, what are your other options? Who else are you going to start, you know? And I agree with you. Stop blaming the refs. Thank you very much. Thank you. You know, I'm not going to rip Mike Brown, who might be the coach of the year, you know? I mean, he, you're right. But that, that's not what Malik Monk does. You're exactly right, you know? Everybody was hoping to see more offense from Davion tonight. I get that, you know? So, I don't know. Just a bad loss. You know, as far as uh, Harrison Barnes, I don't – listen. Harrison Barnes was 7 of 12, 3 of 5 from downtown for 23 points. All right? Amazing. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I do think there needs to be a end-of-the-game review system implemented. I'm absolutely with you 100%. And I really hope the last two-minute report doesn't come out and we find out again that the Kings got screwed. Again, you think the NBA officials will come out with a statement like they did after the game last weekend in Boston? I doubt it. You know? Too many turnovers tonight, you know? Too many. Malik Monk was terrible tonight. I mean in terms of taking care of the basketball. He had five turnovers. Five. Can't have five turnovers from uh, anyone. You know, Sabonis had four, but that's too many turnovers for Malik Monk. Too many. Kings shoot for the game 43%. They shoot 34% from downtown. That's not terrible. Free throw shooting good, 17 of 20. Indiana shoots 45% for the game, and their three-point shooting was very good at 41.5. Buddy Heald, 8 of 15 floor, 5 of 9 from distance. How about Buddy also had nine rebounds in this game? How about that? He also had six assists. Hell of a game for Buddy Heald. Nine rebounds, six assists for Buddy Heald to go along with his game uh, high or team high 21, you know? You're 100% about Davion Mitchell. He's a liability on offense. He's a liability. I think that's a, you know, you want to talk about what the Kings need at the trade deadline? I think they need a different backup point guard. That's what I think they need. And you can use Mitchell in specialty situations. End of a game where you're up by one or two or three and you need a defensive possession. I mean, you, he, there's still room for him and certain things, but he's not, you know, he's not a guy that you're going to want to feel very confident going into the playoffs if he's on the floor in meaningful minutes offensively, you know? So th th that's where you're at. Yeah, they didn't get the offensive rebounds when they needed it. That is for sure. No question. So no one's trading for Kyrie Irving in Sacramento, right? Stop it already. You want a disaster on your hands? Go get Kyrie Irving. All right. Uh, first of all, I don't understand how – Someone will not just do a little research. And I understand that you can't do everything all the time. Let me explain something to you, Patrick. This is professional sports. Guys don't 
play because they're mad. Stop it, all right? His wife is having a baby. Is that good enough for you? Or do you need some other information? But here's the bottom line. That second quarter killed Sacramento and the final 107 to 104. All right, Ryan in Sacktown. Ryan, uh, we'll bring you up here on the stream. There you go. Uh, Give me your thoughts on this loss, 107-104. I think it was a game that was lost in the first half. I I thought they came out in the uh, second half and played much better, especially on the offensive end. Yeah. Um, they were taking the ball to the hoop. Uh, motion was forward. Uh, they had a chance to win at the end. They got some stops. Uh, they just couldn't pull it out. Shows you how well, important Fox is. Well, it, there's no way they lose this game with De'Aaron Fox on the floor. No way. They they would. I think they would have won this game easily. I think they probably would have had 120 points or more in this game. But they but they didn't have them. And listen, there are a lot of other teams that are playing without their key guys as well. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's what you talk about all the time, Grant. Um, You know, if you don't have you guys out there, what's going to happen? And this is just a small taste of it with De'Aaron missing for one game. Yep. All right. Yeah, down big in the first half did make a game. By the way, this is the last of five. So you still have a chance to utilize the Super Chat and join Ryan and I for the game against New Orleans on the post-game show. Even if you donate $1, you're eligible. Uh, We're taking the two highest and we're taking a wild card. So... You still have an opportunity if you want to join us. Just utilize a uh, donation uh, on the uh, super chat. All right, one oh seven, one oh four, the final score, and the Kings now with their second loss with three games left to go on this road trip, taking on a struggling Pelicans team, and then you take on the worst team in the West, uh, the Houston Rockets. So you know it's still you can still have a really good road trip here. You really can. Yeah, you can. Um, you got to bounce back from this one. I think there are positives to pull from this. I think we saw some rotations that may work going forward um, that played well together, quite frankly. And, you know, if we're going to pull anything from this, Kevin Herter got going. Harrison Barnes had a really good game. Domas was Domas. So uh, go into New Orleans and get that win. Kevin Herter got going offensively. He was 50% from the floor, but he was 6 or 7 from downtown. And that's what you expect from Kevin Herter. You expect him to make threes. He didn't make his threes in this game. He didn't make his threes in this game, Grant, but he still found a way to contribute. And yeah, he, he started taking yep. the ball to the hoop. And, you know, that's what you got to do when you're a shooter to get out of that slump. All right. Again, uh, some would say great comeback. By the Kings, very entertaining with the lineups we don't usually see. Yeah, I mean, you have mm-hmm. to change the lineups when one of your best players is uh, not on the floor, and that's exactly what they did. You know, no one thought the Kings were going to go uh, 82-0 and this year. So, you know, these are losses that happen on the road when you're a little bit shorthanded. The thing I, I, I think, the fact that Indiana played last night, Ryan, and played extended minutes and had a game that came down to the buzzer, I thought the Kings could really capitalize on that, and they weren't able to do it. That's the bottom line. They were not able to do it. Well, yeah, Grant, I I agree with you. I mean, these guys are professionals, you know, so they should be ready regardless of whether or not it's a back-to-back. But with Halliburton coming back, now that's a little bit different because he had been out with injuries. So Mm -hmm. for him to play back-to-back, yeah, that was a little bit surprising. And they also got their big man back who, for the first time, in the season um can't remember his name right now but um yeah so it was what it was all right again uh this is a spot on opposing teams on backs to back hadn't seen them about the kings all season you're absolutely correct and i believe the pelicans play tomorrow night and the kings are getting them on the second of a back-to-back so you know we'll see what happens there 
Um, someone wants to know, would I rather win every game but play badly or lose and play perfectly except for the loss? Well, you know, they have the standings for a reason. That's why you count the wins and the losses. I understand your point. You, on the road, I'll take a win anywhere I can get it on the road. Playing poorly, playing well. You know, on the road, any win is a good win on the road. So on the road, it's different than at home. I'll just say that. Yeah, the the Kings on the road have been good this season. They've tapered off yeah. on this road trip. But, you know, a win is a win. Certainly, you do want to pull the positives from the losses, but it's wins all day. That's what matters. You know, as far as trading Mitchell goes, you know, you're not going to get a lot for Davion Mitchell. I mean, you know, I think fans just have too big of knee-jerk reactions on one game. Yeah, you would like to see more offense, but he is what he is, okay? And so now you want to trade him? Okay, trade him. All right, what happens when you're in a tight game and the other team's guards are going off and you're up by one score and you don't have him to go on and guard that guy? Then what? And what are you going to get for Davion Mitchell? You know, I think, this, again, the fans I, – I, I'm not going to be like losing sleep if they trade him, but he's not going to just be traded – as a one up, you're going to have to include them in a package and then you see what you get. I like this team. They're third in the West. You don't make a knee jerk reaction after one loss. Yeah, exactly. Grant. But the reality is too, I'm going to challenge you. You're not seeing Davion on the floor. A lot of times in those tight situations, when you need a stop in the fourth quarter, it's Fox. That's still on the floor. Um, would we miss Davion? Yes, but you're spot on. He would be part of a package. Um, and I don't think that there's really much out there that would be a benefit than, or anything better than what we have in Davion right now. 107, 104, uh, what I've seen Mike Brown do though, I mean, he'll, when he has timeouts and he goes offense defense, you know, quite a bit during the course of a game, uh, end of quarters. And, you know, I, I like the way he coaches that way, but you know, again, Davion Mitchell's a role player. He's not a starter, and let's not make him out to be more than he is. 107-104, the final, and we appreciate all the messages. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. If not, and if you have not yet subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. Also, if you like what you're seeing, hit the like button. Uh, We would really appreciate that. We want to say thank you to New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to sackserviceplumbing.com or call the number on your screen. New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. But they did not have a fix for the Kings offense tonight as they put only 104 uh, on the board. And next up, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, who are in an absolute free fall. I mean, they are in an absolute free fall. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, this is not a game that the Kings are going to spend a lot of time dwelling over. They didn't play particularly well. They lost, and we don't know whether De'Aaron Fox is going to rejoin the team for the Pelicans game or not. We just don't know yet. Yep, and you know certainly what he's dealing with is much more important than a basketball game. So yep. um, that that comes first. Uh, good for De'Aaron putting his family first there. Um, and yeah, and we'll see what happens with New Orleans. Um, but again, good things to come from this yep. game tonight. I think that we can build on. Again, turnovers were an issue tonight, especially in the second half. They had seven at the half. They ended up 19 for the game. That's too many. Uh, And the Kings have been pretty good in that department. But, you know, again, today they were not. And so uh, they lose. 
You know, as I didn't, I don't watch the Kings telecast. If Katie's talking about mental fatigue, I don't know what the hell she's talking about. If any team should have had mental fatigue, it's the team that played last night, not the Kings. Forget about the mental fatigue. I, those are all stupid ass cliches. Okay, there's no mental fatigue. Okay, I mean it's ridiculous. Uh, the Kings were off last night. Indiana played. The Kings were in Indiana. All right, resting and mental fatigue. What the hell is that? Mental fatigue. Again, I didn't hear her say that. Uh, you may have heard her wrong. You may have only been taking part of what she said. I don't know. I don't watch the Kings games on the Kings telecast, so I can't comment. But, I mean, they they, they lost because they turned the ball over. They lost because they didn't play well enough in the first half. Ryan is 100% correct. They lost this game in the first half, period. That's why they lost. They didn't play well in the first half. So let me ask you this. Would you agree, Ryan, that the Kings played much better in the second half? No. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Totally so the different. King, so, so, so if that's true, then by Katie's account, the Kings had mental fatigue in the first half, but they didn't have it in the second half? Yeah, no. It, it, I mean, you know on. what? It, it, it's mental fatigue, burnout. No. That's not what it is. And the problem, Grant, is it's being associated with three-point shooting, right? Because it comes from the legs, and now we're not making threes. I mean, it, it's just part of the season. You're going to have your lulls, and you're going to have your highs. All right. Well, as far as Keegan Murray goes, there is the rookie wall. That is very true. And he's never played this many games in a season. So if she was referring to him, then I could see that being accurate. Okay? That's why, as I said, when I respond to these things, very difficult because you sometimes don't give me the whole story of what she said or what an individual said. So I can't comment on that. If she's talking about Keegan Murray specifically, I would agree with her. There is mental fatigue when you're playing three and four games in a week and you're not accustomed to doing that and you're a starter and you're going through all of the ups and downs as a young player. Now, he's not really young, all right, age-wise, but he's young experience-wise and it's all new. So, yes, that is true. If she said that specifically about Keegan, then she's right. But if she said that about the team, then she's wrong. Yeah, exactly, Grant. Uh, Domas mental fatigue? No, that guy's a machine. But Keegan, there is that rookie ball, no yeah. doubt. All right. Uh, who's the best broadcast team in the league? Well, it's subjective, but generally uh, the when they have these polls, the Knicks and the Nets with Mike Breen and then Ian Eagle with the Nets normally – uh, come out one and two. There you go. I'm very happy to say without patting myself on the back, but I'll pat Jerry on the back. We were always ranked in all the polls uh, in the top five every year. And I was grateful for that. So that I do miss, but we were not going to finish ahead of Mike Breen uh, and Ian Eagle. That is for sure. All right. So what about the trade deadline coming up next week? All right. We'll see. You know, again, if you pick somebody up, you generally have to give up somebody. And the Kings, Ryan, for the most part, have been a very good team. The chemistry's been very good, and they're third in the West. Yeah, exactly, Grant. Um, you know, you don't want to rock the boat too much unless you're going to get a big impact player for very little in the future, which isn't going to happen. Um, there are reports out there, Montes or Monty's looking at a wing player, you know, to kind of stretch things a little bit. They can play defense. Um, but I wouldn't expect any big moves coming from the Kings. Keep building it the way that you're building it. And one yep. thing that we know for sure is Monty McNair has a plan. He's gotten us to this point thus far. So let's just trust the process. All right. What about NBA guru and Zach? Uh, he's thought that Herder should have given that ball to Sabonis with 10 seconds left 
uh, thought it would have been a wide open dunk or even take it to himself for a lay. And what was your take on that possession that he's referring to? hundred uh, percent agree with half of that. Herder should have taken the little floater would have been a two point basket um, foul and then come down again, shoot a three if they make mm. both three throws, but sh- kicking it out for the three was not the right play. I appreciate the uh, love. Thank you very much. I don't know who the Kings should trade. What I do know is generally speaking, the rumors that you hear about trades never happen. Okay. They generally don't happen. So we'll just wait and see. I don't think you're going to see too many. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a major shift, nor should you. I mean, Monty and they have a game plan. They're going to stick to their game plan. They understand the future of this team. It's not necessarily this year, although this could be a really fun spring, but they, they, they're, they're not where they want to be. And that that's the, you got to make, you got to keep your eye on the prize there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're not, the Kings aren't going to give up a piece like Harrison Barnes, even though he's on an expiring contract, he's just too important to what this team's doing. Granted, there's a lot of teams that are close to a championship, but he could possibly put yeah. over the edge. Um, so don't expect a Kyrie movie or Kyrie Irving move or anything along those lines. Um, I think we're going to see just kind of what we're seeing now because the market's going to be overinflated with the lack of big names out there, to be yeah. honest with you. Look at what Gobert did. That changed the entire trade market, even going into this season. All right. Again, 107 to 104, the final. Uh, hit the like button and subscribe, and we are grateful that you are here. We also are grateful for <laughs> Bennett's in Roseville and Sacramento. Uh, they are on the corner of Howe and Fair Oaks in Sacramento and in Roseville on Eureka Road in Leadhill Boulevard uh, in Rockland. They're coming soon to the Blue Oaks Town Center. Uh, prime seafood, their steaks are incredible, whether it's the bone-in ribeye, the prime New York, uh, whatever, porterhouse, hanger steak. They have great fillets. Fish, my favorite is the redfish. It is incredible with a side of sautéed spinach. Uh, and the weekend brunch, I know, Ryan, you talked about that. Phenomenal. And the Bennetts are a big-time King supporter, so go check them out. Two locations with a third one coming soon to Rockland. Yes, sir. Go check it out. You will not be disappointed. No. 107, 104. Uh, the Kings fans are disappointed. No lighting the beam tonight. And we'll see whether or not De'Aaron Fox is able to rejoin the team for the New Orleans game. You don't really think the Kings are winning the championship this year, do you? We're not really that delusional, are we? I mean, you, hey, don't, really, you... you don't think that. <laughs> you? Please, please tell me that you're not really thinking that. Yeah, have you seen the movie Dumb and Dumber? So you're <laughs> telling me there's a chance. That's that's kind of the Kings winning the championship this year. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Hey, Grant, they're asking if uh, they can trade broadcast teams. Is there a trade deadline for that? Uh, who are you going to trade them for? I don't know. I, I, I would assume you and Jerry. Oh, um, you know, I, <laughs> I didn't see that part. I did, I missed yeah. that. <laughs> they want to trade the broadcast they, team. They want, they for, want a broadcast team trade. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. you know, first of all, uh, to do the playoffs, I'll come back and do the playoffs with Jerry if that's what they want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Jerry would too, by the way, you know. I'm sure if oh, you yeah. called up Jerry and go, hey, would you like to do the playoffs with Grant? I'm sure Jerry would go, sure, you know. <laughs> Miss Miss Reynolds would be agreeable to that, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh, you fans are the best. You're gonna trade the broadcast team. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's nice to get a laugh after a loss, you know? 
Uh, NBA guru here, just for fun, would you trade Keegan, Davian, two first, and Holmes for Kevin Durant? No. <laughs> no. I would not. Absolutely not. This, this hey. team's going this way. That would take me. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Hey, Zach, I'll tell you what I would do. I would trade me for the people that you work with that think they know what the hell they're doing in terms of traffic on the highways. That's what I would do. I would come in there and I would fix a lot of the aggravation in Sacramento for the commuters. That's one thing I would do. I guarantee you that. I would make it happen. All right? So I'm available for that too, Zach. Just give me a call, my friend. There you have it. A little bit of a rant there. First of all, Zach, <laughs> let me ask you something. Why is Sacramento the only quote-unquote metropolitan area where the freaking carpool lanes, the closer you get to the city? What the hell is that all about? You know, you're on 50 and the carpool lane stops in between Watt and Howe Avenue or on this side of Watt. Who the hell does that? What good is a carpool lane, Zach, if the damn thing stops 10 minutes, 10 miles in front of the damn city where most of the people are going? What sense does that make? Stupidity. When you go to any other city in America, the carpool lane doesn't stop 10 miles before you get to downtown. Who is the freaking genius in your department, Zach, that thought, oh, that's a really good idea? All right, I'm done, Ryan. Hey, hey, Zach, that was brought to you by Newark's Heating, Plumbing, and Air for all your heating and air needs, buddy. <laughs> not well, air. Done, not man. air, just plumbing. All right. Plumbing. That's Newark's okay, plumbing. Newark's plumbing. Right, I not heating, know. not air. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe they'll but, add on heating and air but, after uh, that one. Here's, here's, what, here's what that was brought by. That was brought by Zoom 180 because here's the nice deal. If, let's say, you are on the side of the road in a dark area and you need to illuminate the whole area, if you have a Zoom 180 flashlight in your car, that is going to help you out immeasurably. You won't have to worry about pointing a small beam of light at an area of maybe your tire or whatever. You can illuminate the whole area. Go to zoom180.com and order your flashlight today. This is a revolutionary new flashlight. It has five LEDs. My buddy got it yesterday, opened it up, waited for nighttime, and he responded. He said, Napes, this is badass. So there you have it, Zoom 180. It won't help you Go on the carpool it. lane, but it will help you in a lot of situations. Well, it might help them building those lanes so they can actually see what they're doing. So could be a good investment. Absolutely. All right. 107 to 104. All right. I, I want to get to this by Lydia. Kings yeah. are a good team, not a great team, but getting a big, strong athletic big to back Sabonis will point them in the right direction. Hopefully, we will get at least one move. All right, Lydia. You are spot on. They are a good team. 100% correct. They are not a great team. Not yet. That's the goal. That's why you don't mortgage the future. So you are 100% correct. 100% correct. Well, our take, we talked about this earlier today. Both Ryan and I think it's a travesty that he did not make the all-star team. We also both feel he'll be on the team. He'll be added. Mm -hmm. But it's a travesty. Got it wrong again. Even yep. the uh, even the uh, NBA officials thinks it would, it was a bad call. So, <laughs> all right, um, one hundred seven to one hundred four. The Kings lose, and next up, the New Orleans Pinnacle, uh, Pen uh, Pelicans. Good thing I don't have to talk for a living. So the Pels are next. 
and we'll see whether or not they can get back on track against a team that can't win a freaking game right now. I mean, they have been awful. And you know what that means, right? Who do the Kings struggle with the most? The teams that have long losing streaks. Charlotte, Washington, Atlanta, right? I can go on and on. Indiana had lost lost 10 of 11, and they beat them tonight. Grant, honestly, I worry with the Kings more when they play a team on a losing streak like that versus a team coming in on a nine-game winning streak. I'm with you 100. Uh, percent yeah, I think you're spot exactly. on. You know. So there's some. So Grant, sorry, I didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. There's some interesting names coming up in the chat about free agents that the Kings okay. may be able to pick up. Um, some of them we've talked about. Ennis Cantor has come up. We've talked uh-huh. about Myers Leonard. Uh, Mason Plumley has come up. Um, so to Lydia's point, of those three, who do you think would be a good fit for the Kings? Well, knowing how woke uh, the Kings owner is, Vivek Ranadive, I would say there's no chance of picking up Ennis Cantor. I would say there's zero chance, uh, like zero chance. Uh, I would, I would take, I would love to have Myers Leonard come in for a workout. Uh, no, and who was the third one? Uh, Mason Plumley. Yeah, but what are you going to have to give up to get Mason Plumley? I think of the three, Mason Plumley would be the best fit for this team. Is he available? Most people feel that he would be, but is this price going to be too high? What would you have to give up to get Mason Plumlee? You're not getting him for free. No, you're not getting him free, but I think so. That would be one that it could possibly work. You would have to work the salaries, but you might be able to get Mason for a Davion, a Rashawn Holmes, maybe a second round pick and a cash consideration. All right, I, well, I then I'll drive. That- uh, if, you, if you can work out that trade, I'll drive him to the airport. Yeah, I, I think, well, yeah, if we could work that out. But I'd love to throw that one in the trade machine and see what it does. But, um, you know, I think those are kind of the trades that we'd be looking at if we could get a mid-range player like that down low. Uh, trust me, I know what the word woke means. And the Kings are one of the most woke franchises in professional sports. So trust me, uh, I do I do know what woke means. And that would be the Sacramento Wokes, all right? I'm very familiar with that. All right. Again, 107 to 104, uh, bad first half for Sacramento. Uh, much better third and fourth quarters. But, you know, it's a 48-minute game. It's not a 24-minute game. And so the Kings lose 107 to 104. 107-104, but good positives to pull from this game. You know, Grant, um, you know, it seems like we have some good memories from this game. Everybody loves to hear Grant stories. Once in a go. while, seeing as it's a Friday night and you spent yep. 32 years in the league, what is your best memory from broadcasting a game in Indiana? Um, it was a fight on Thanksgiving Day involving Corliss Williamson and a brawl that happened right in front of me, right in front of me, or is either before Thanksgiving or right after, but it was that week. Cor- uh, I don't know if it would be available on YouTube it was a big time brawl that happened right in front of me as I was announcing the game. Uh, by the way, the Suns, if you can believe this, are going to beat the Celtics tonight in Boston with 40 seconds left, 103 to 91. Uh, the wow. Raptors are leading the Rockets. It looks like uh, Minnesota's going to lose again. They're at home getting blown out by the Magic. Now, there is a lot of time left. It's 83 68 with two minutes left uh, in the third. Spurs getting blown out at home. We knew they would. Hawks are up. How about this? The Jazz have won seven of ten, and they're losing forty-eight to thirty-three with six and a half minutes left to go in the first half. Pistons beat the Hornets, and the Trailblazers beat the Wizards. But that Corliss Williamson was on the Kings, 
and it was a, a Donnybrook uh, right in front of me. And I, that's the first thing that comes to my mind when I talk about announcing a game uh, at Indiana involving the Kings and the Pacers. I would not want to be on the other side of a cordless uh, Williams no. haymaker. Uh, no. That's a big boy. No. Big boy. You know, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I used to get tacos out of taco truck. Uh, they were at my golf tournament, uh, and they did a phenomenal job. A matter of fact, we had gym boys and their truck out at my golf tournament for a couple oh, nice. of years. And if you want to talk about, I'll tell you, this is very funny. So Mickey Hatcher, right? Mickey's one of the funniest guys I've ever met for the younger generation like C-Dog and others. You may not even know who Mickey Hatcher is. Just Google him. Uh, Mickey actually was very close to being the MVP of the 88 World Series when Kirk Gibson hit that dramatic home run off Dennis Eckersley. But Mickey, uh, one of the funniest human beings I've ever met, and Mickey was playing in my golf tournament. And Mickey had never heard of Jim Boys because he's down in Southern California. And we they were parked along the third tee box, big, big trailer big food truck and mickey tried these tacos and he said they were the best tacos he had ever had mickey also would have a couple of pops when he was playing okay (laughs) so i don't play in my golf tournament i drive around and make sure that everybody's happy so about 45 minutes later i go up to mickey's group i go mickey how the hell are you man everything good he goes oh let me tell you something and he gives me like a five minute like commercial on those tacos and Mickey just couldn't stop. He's going on and on and on. I go, Mickey, I'll tell you what, I'm going to bring you back some tacos. How many do you want? He goes, just bring the damn truck over here. Have it follow me around the golf course. <laughs> Let the truck caddy for me. <laughs> he was, Come on. Mickey, Mickey was uh, unbelievable. Mickey must've had, Mickey must've had 15 tacos that day on the golf course. I mean, oh really. my gosh. And we have oh food. We had food. we had food. We had food. We had food on almost every hole. And we had, you know, Brian from uh, Brian from yeah. Bennett's was great bringing out food. We had uh, Sienna and Land Ocean out there cooking oh, wow. sliders and other. I mean, we we had great. Paul Martins was out there. We had um, uh, Beach Hut Deli was out there. I mean, we had tremendous response. We had a, a hot dog guy. He was phenomenal. Their hot dogs that they made were just spectacular. So, you know, there was food on almost every hole at my golf event. I mean, I always try to put on a first class event, but I will absolutely. tell you, Mickey Hatcher that day, it was uh, absolutely unbelievable. And I always do thank Jim Boys for being out there. Uh, they did a uh, absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal job. And then everything else, uh, it, it was great. It was great. It really- Grant- those are great events. So that's saying a lot that Mickey thought those were the best tacos because he was in Southern California. There's some good, authentic Mexican food down there. So I will tell you, boys. I will tell you that Mickey talked about it every time I talked to him. Hey, you been, you been getting any of those tacos anywhere lately? That's all. Every time I talked to him, you know, Beach Hut Deli is very good. Uh, they do a great job. They're very, very charitable, yep. too, which uh, means a lot to me. So, all right, let's get back to the game. Uh, the Kings lose. What do you expect bouncing back? We don't know about Fox yet. Uh, you're taking on a Pelicans team that's been very bad. And I believe the Pelicans, uh, yeah, they play tomorrow night. So, you know, you're catching them again, right? Catching them on, on yep. a second, back-to-back, yep. back, right? I'm yep. looking at the schedule right you now. Are. You are. 
Coming into this road trip, the Kings were uh, they had a 700 winning percentage with a day off of rest. That's yep. dropped a little bit now, um, but I, I would think Fox plays in the next game um, if his baby comes. And um, I, I think there were enough positives from this game. Herder getting going, um, some decent maybe new looks for Mike Brown. Different players playing together that he may throw out there against New Orleans. My only concern about this one would be them playing down to a struggling yep. team because that's well, the MO. They're, they're probably going to lose tomorrow, the Pelicans. Guess who they play? They play a Lakers team that beat the Indiana Pacers last night. And what happened tonight? Indiana beat Sacramento. So right. New Orleans New Orleans has been horrible. All right. Let me read. Without Zion Williamson, and they had Brandon Ingram that he was out for a while too, but he's back. All right. But, you know, if you want to talk about a bad team, right? And I'm talking about a team, by the way, Ryan, that was number one in the West. They were number one in the West. Yeah. Right? Yep. They were number one in the West. They were right up there with Phoenix, Denver, and Memphis. New Orleans, if you know, depending on the day, they were right there. You ready for these? Let me let me read you there last. Let's start in the middle of January, okay? I'm just going to read you the scores. All right. I'm not even going to read you the scores. I'm going to tell you what happened. Lost at New York. Lost against Atlanta. Lost against Memphis. Lost at Milwaukee. Lost at Oklahoma City. Lost at Denver, lost at Phoenix, beat Chicago at home, lost at Orlando, lost Milwaukee, lost at Memphis, lost against the Lakers. All right. So, you know, those are, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling. You know what I mean? Struggling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they played some decent teams in that stretch uh, without their star, no doubt. Um, but yeah. They're struggling. Uh, the, the Kings are the get right team. <laughs> Let's put it that way. But hopefully that won't be the case. Hey, here's a funny one. You think LeBron yeah. and AD are going to play uh, New Orleans in LA tomorrow night? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Wouldn't that be something? Wow. All right. So let me count out there. So uh, the Pelicans have lost one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen out of their last fifteen games. They're two and thirteen in their last fifteen. Their only wins are at Washington and at Detroit. How about that? Now, let me also read you this real quickly. Here are yep. their points allowed during that stretch. These are the points allowed: 120, 108, 127, 125. 113, 124, 123, 199, 111, 113, 135, 122, 111. Run your offense, be patient, and hopefully get De'Aaron Fox back. Someone says well, no Fox, no win. You gotta have to you're gonna have to learn how to win without your starting point guard sometimes. You have to. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um it, it, Grant, so that that puts me in a little bit different place for the New Orleans game because you know what? There might be a little red flag that starts waving in the back of my head if the Kings put up anything less than 120 when they play in two nights because when you read off those scores, there's no reason the number one offense in the NBA should not be in the 130s. Yeah, but that's the number one offense with – De'Aaron Fox that the Kings are not a number one offense without De'Aaron Fox. We don't know if Fox is going to be on the floor. So there's two different parts of the equation with Fox. Totally agree. 130 or more without Fox. They may not score 110. It, it, okay. But with Fox, they, uh, they had a 95 point performance at home with yep. Fox 105 on the yep. road. 
So uh, even I get that not having Fox will affect that, but the Kings still should be putting up a decent amount of points. And they that's going to tell me if the offense is off. With or without, I agree, but I don't agree with you that they should put up 130 without Fox. I think that's very unrealistic. I think they could put up 120 yeah, right. without Fox, but I think 130 is a little bit too high, Ryan. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right about 130 yeah. without Fox. I, right. I, I, I will go with you there. All right. Somebody wants to know would they start Delavadova over Davion Mitchell in the next game? We'll find out if uh, Coach Brown changes the lineup if if De'Aaron Fox is not there. All right. Somebody says, uh, are asking too much from this first-year Kings team? No. I don't think so. I don't think so at all, you know. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got Zach chiming in. Grant, NBA guru here. They're literally extending carpool lanes to the city as we speak on 50. They got the money to do it. Finally, a couple years ago, it will be finished in 2024. Money doesn't grow on trees. There you have it. So, Grant. Right there, Zach. Grant, let me ask a question. Uh, For those that don't know, Grant used to guest host the Jim Rome show. And there is a strong rule in the jungle that there is no self-glossing. Is there self-glossing allowed on this show? Zach, the NBA guru? (sighs) I don't know, Ryan. I'm going to let you be the arbiter there. I'll let you make that decision. You know, I don't want to. Zach's a Zach's been a good caller. I have a lot of respect for Zach. And if I if I make a decision that doesn't bode well for Zach, I don't want to be the bad guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I understand. I understand. Okay, um, Zach, we're gonna let it slide. We're gonna let it right. slide. You can be the NBA guru. You right, are officially Pam, glossed. Pam said, "I think it's going to be an express lane." Well, good. It should be an express lane. You know, absolutely, it should be. No question. Absolutely. All right. Woodscapes is chiming in. Uh oh. Zach, Woodscapes is not on your side, buddy. Run him. Run What's going him. on, Woodscapes, tonight after we get done here? What's going on? Oh, uh, he is, for those that don't know, 12 Woods got a great show called The Woodscopes. He's going to yep. have a gentleman on that was in one of the baseball movies. It was True Life Story. It's made after him. Um, just a regular old guy that uh, decided to start playing baseball. I think it was off of like an open tryout or, you know, he started doing something and ended up making a major league roster. And so it's his story would go ahead and chime in if you're still here, but I retweeted the link. If you want to go watch that, it'll be a great mm-hmm. show. Um, Grant has been on Wood's show yep. before. So it's a really, really good watch. All right. One hour. Uh from Woodscope. So we appreciate the information. All right. So uh, I hope everybody enjoys their weekend. Thank you very much. We'll reach out to those of you that will be joining us on the next post-game show, which is Sunday, right after the uh, Pelicans game. Let's hope that we have uh, better news than we have tonight. So the final 107 to 104, you're welcome. Happy to help you out with the shout out and uh, hope you have a good show. Absolutely. Um, Somebody says uh, Grant's interview was epic. Thank you very much, Woodscope. Appreciate that. I enjoyed that was, being on with you. Thank you. That was, was a, a really good one, Grant. You you guys you. got to a really good level. That was really cool. So it, that's on YouTube. So go check that yeah. out, guys. Grant, uh, if I, yep. If I had to pay anyone, uh, it would be the quarterback. I think running backs are. I don't want to say a dime a dozen because Saquon Barkley is not a dime a dozen, but I think it's easier to uh, replace. Well, good night to you. 
And uh, thank you very much to everybody joining us right here. Rhino, enjoy your weekend, buddy. We'll talk to you Sunday, my friend. Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. All right. And uh, thanks to all of you. The Kings lose, but uh, it's only one of 82. Don't make too much out of it. And thank you so much for joining us right here. If you don't like that, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.